It's using curiosity as your compass, sitting in the dark until you harmonize with the light, continuous wonder, gradual awe. It's feeling seen by yourself first and letting that ripple from the inside out, knowing the discovery is always unfolding. It never stops, nor would you want it to. Welcome to Tori's studio, designed for those who wish to live more freely. In this podcast, I, Tori Hill, will walk alongside you, and together we will uncover our authentic selves, piece by piece. Hi, we are on the final episode, not of this podcast, no, 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 just of the meditation series. We are doing a three-part series here, all about meditation here on the podcast. And if you have not already listened to the two episodes before this one, I want you to start on episode 65 meditation part one, why we aren't doing it. The sequence and the order of this, of this series matters. I was very intentional about it because what we do in the first episode is we address our resistance, our hesitation in meditation. And what I did there is I held a little case study and asked a group of people why they are not meditating. And I get into what gets in the way. And there are two reasons why it's important to talk about this. One, it's important to identify what your resistance is. If you don't have a meditation practice already, why don't you? What beliefs or stories or worries are coming up for you? Another reason why it's important to talk about the sticky pieces of resistance and hesitation is because we feel less alone when we're all honest about it. And when we're honest with ourselves and each other, it's a lot easier to move forward. So go back there to episode 65 if you haven't already listened to it and start there. And then move right along to episode 66, Meditation Part 2, Why Do It? So once we clear up resistance and hesitation and those those sticky balls of energy in us, we then need to ignite our flame. We need to tell our brains and get clear with our hearts and minds, like, is this something that we want to do? Why? And in that episode... I go into the personal impact that meditation has had on me and my mental health specifically. And then I also share some some other things that could happen if you start meditation as a regular practice. And in this episode, in part three, trying meditation out. We are going to chat about how we can start taking action today. Because it's great to learn about things 
It's great to read about new things and listen and learn about new things. But it, it comes to a point when, when we need to start applying it. And we need to start taking action. And this can be really hard because there's another wave of resistance when this when we get to this point. Because then we try the thing and we give a good attempt and it's not perfect. And so before, like the first thing that I need to talk to you about here is the word practice. I call meditation a practice as do thousands and million others. The reason why this is a practice is because what meditation is, it is it is a it's like a going to the gym but for your mind. And even Olympic athletes continue to work out. They don't stop. You have to keep yourself in shape. Just like with your body, the mind also requires this consistency. And if we go into a new thing thinking that we're going to master it or become an expert or perfect it, that's a lot of pressure. And if we go into it like that, then we will feel like we have failed before we can even really give it a try. So as you continue to dip your toes and try meditation out, I need you to keep this in the front of your mind that this is a practice. It will always be a practice. Even if you become the top meditation guru in the world and you live to be 120 and you've been meditating every day, it will still be a practice. And all of the pressure that that comes with like perfecting something or mastering something, it's just not part of this experience. And I believe that putting pressure like that on meditation will will drastically take away, reduce all of the impact that could potentially happen for you. So please, please, please remember always as you go forward with this, that it is a practice, that you're going to skip days, that you might even skip weeks, that you can always come back, that like with with running days or hiking days or whatever activity, some days you're going to feel so good. And other days, you're going to feel like you, like it's the first day again, like you might feel awkward or clunky or just not all there. That's normal. So you must go into a meditation practice with this mentality, this realistic, open, generous, giving yourself grace mentality. And that will take you into a state of consistency. And when we can get our meditation practice to to a regular one, to one that we do day after day after day after day after day after day, that is when we experience the benefit of meditation. 
there is much more impact in having a regular five-minute meditation practice, one that we do most days, than having an hour-long meditation practice once a week or once every other week. Sitting your booty down and doing this most days will change your life. But like I said, you first we've got to clear up resistance in episode 65, and then we've got to remember why we're doing it which is discussed in 66. Like, what do we want to gain from meditation? Why are we starting it? We need to remember that. Because it's not convenient. It's not convenient to slow down and meditate. Build that time into your day. Give some of your energy towards that. It is not easy. We all have full, busy complicated, beautiful lives. And adding another thing to it is a commitment. But I promise that if you establish a regular meditation practice, it will change your life. And it'll be this this new way of coping and living It's really hard to explain, but I always say to people, I'm like, I could never stop meditating because I know too much now. I could never go back because I know too much. I know, I know that it impacts me like this and this and this and this. And I want that for myself for the rest of my life. So I will continue to do this for the rest of my life. And now you might be thinking, Tori, well, great. That's wonderful for you. Glad it worked out for you, but I'm not sure if this is for me still. And that's when I explain to you that there are so many different types of meditation. I see finding the right meditation for you as finding the right book in a library filled with books or finding the right therapist in a world of therapists. There is one meant for you, but you have to go out and explore and test things out and try things on. You have to take that action. And when you find the meditation style that works best for you, and that may evolve over time, it's just it's just kind of feel like something that you can't, that you don't want to live without with. You can live without it, but it just adds so much depth and clarity and ease to your day outside of meditation. That's how you know it works. Like, because it's not that, like, it's great while you're meditating, but I notice the impact of meditation even more so when I'm not meditating. And there's just this, once you get to that point, there's this feeling of like this knowing that it's just part of your life and the way you live moving forward. And so I want to list off a few ways like to get your wheels turning, to get you feeling like you can take some action here. I want to give you some tangible 
things to put your hands on and test out. And I want to list off a few ways, like a few different styles and ways to meditate. You have guided meditations where people record themselves or you could even go somewhere live, which is so cool. Like sometimes at the end of yoga classes, you'll have a little guided meditation from the teacher, which is so nice. Um, but that's when someone else guides you through a meditation. Then you have mindfulness meditation where you sit and observe, or I guess you don't necessarily need to sit because I also want to emphasize that you can create a meditation practice that fits, that feels best for you. So if that means standing outside on your deck or in your yard in silence, doing mind mindfulness meditation, but not sitting cross-legged, like maybe you need to stand or maybe you need to lie down inside or outside, you get to test all of this out. Maybe you need to move. Movement meditation is a thing. You get to explore this. We also have visualizations, which are amazing. I love, I personally love visualizations. Um, you can find many to choose from on Insight Timer. Insight Timer is the world's largest free meditation app. So all you need to do is download the app. And there are all different types of meditation there. And there are, I mean, if not thousands, there are at least hundreds of visualizations um, there for you to choose from. There's also sound healing. So bells or bowls or music. There's music that literally changes the waves of your brain. There's specific meditation music out there that can help you get into a meditative state. Like it's designed to do that. It's, it's incredible. There's also breath work which you could research on your own or you could find a, a guide to, to, to help you go through different types of breath work. Then there's the almighty and the OG of meditation, I feel like. There's nature. I mean, isn't nature the answer to everything? Like, really? Nature. Just go stick your feet in the ground and close your eyes and, and focus and notice what comes up and, you know. And, and with that word focus, there are so many different ways to meditate. But the similarity, the, the common thread among all of them is focus. Focus is the number one thing that I have learned through meditation. And I've been meditating for over a year now. Almost every single day, I have tried out many different styles of meditation. I have tried out many different meditation teachers in person and virtually live and recorded like days of 
meditation. And it took me a while to find the right thing that clicked for me. But once it clicked and I no longer, I felt like I didn't need the guided meditations anymore. And now I meditate in silence, which I've learned to love, but I never thought I could get there. I never thought I'd be someone who'd be like, I love meditating with no music or guided meditation. Like, no, I never thought I would get to this point. But through focus, I have been able to do that. Through showing up day after day, whether it's two minutes or 30 minutes, I have learned to strengthen this muscle. And if you haven't listened to episode 66, I go into how that has impacted my life, including my mental health. And so with all of this trial and error and different meditation apps and books and teachers and in-person events and and live recording live events virtually and then recordings like I've done so I've tested out so much of this. I have finally gotten to a point where I feel confident in leading my own meditation course. And by the time this podcast episode drops, my course will likely be published on Insight Timer, where I have an account where I have free meditations on Insight Timer, and then I have this course that requires a subscription, or I I don't actually know, like, quite... I think there are two ways you can do it. You can like either buy the course or buy an Insight Timer subscription, in which case you would have access to like all of the courses through Insight Timer, which are paid that keep maintaining the app. Um, But like I said, the other meditations are free and Insight Timer has promised to always keep their meditations free. And... The course that I'm creating is is all, like, it's compiles all of my personal experience and findings and knowledge that I've learned over the past, what, year and a half now and beyond. More than that, because I, I did do a lot of exploring before I established the regular practice. But I've taken everything that I've learned and experienced and I've put it, I've organized it into a simple course for beginners. And I've broken it down into baby steps. And really, really, like as simply as I could, designed a course that helps people start their own meditation practice so that by the end of the course, you can meditate on your own. And I thought about what I would have wanted when I started my meditation practice. And it took me a really long time to learn the things that I've learned that made it simple for me and made it feasible and realistic Like, I went from someone who 
thought that meditation was just not for me. Like some people are born with it and some people aren't. I thought that I just wasn't able to do it. But through everything that I've learned and experienced, I can do it. And I will continue to do it because of the benefits that it's had on me. And so it was really important to me that I created something that people could take that would be simple enough, but impactful enough to get them going. Because I give you the basics, like when you boil meditation down, I give you the, the steps to do it. And then you get to build from there. And so if you're interested in starting this for yourself, or if you just want to check out the meditations that are posted and not the course, I'm going to put the link to my Insight Timer account in the notes of this episode. And then you can click on it and browse. And you can also browse through all of the other resources on Insight Timer. And like I said, it's like finding the right book in a library and just be patient with it and and try things out and take what works for you and leave the rest. Okay, I'm going to stop there. I'll see you over on Insight Timer.